This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our job is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. We all have some choices to make now that it looks like the election is over. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have been declared the winners. They've made their speeches and the media is joyous. Now, you can join Mitt Romney and John Kasich and Jeff Flake in their new Republican Party, a kinder, gentler party, a party that will reach across the aisle and work with Democrats. Because we all care, they say. We all want the same things, they say. We all love America, they say. I don't know how they became the leaders of this new Republican Party. Did we hold an election, or did they just appoint themselves? Can you do that? If that's the case, if that's all it takes, then I think I'll declare myself the Emperor of the United States. Why not? I like the title. It sounds good. The media and the Democrats are going to be very happy that these men are now the new leaders of the Republican Party. They're going to do everything in their power to make people accept them as the leaders of this new party. They're so glad that President Trump will be vacating the White House very soon, so they can enjoy the peace and quiet. Instead of having to hear President Trump bragging about the great economy or the lack of wars or the energy independence or peace breaking out in the Middle East, now they can sit back and listen to the birds happily singing a cheerful song and a warm and gentle breeze blowing across the calm oceans. Because now the world will genuinely be a kinder and gentler place, a happy place, because Trump will soon be gone. Romney, Kasich, and Flake all know that they would have done a far better job than Donald Trump as president, and now all Republicans know it. The world knows it, too. Everyone has finally come to their senses. They would have accomplished great things if they were president. Well, maybe not energy independence, because they would never have stood up to the climate change radicals, and maybe the economy wouldn't have been so great because they wouldn't have ever lowered taxes or reduced regulations. But it would have been an okay economy, unless you were one of the millions of people who couldn't find a job. They would have listened more to the generals at the Pentagon and the people at the CIA, too. Maybe you would have only gotten us involved in maybe one or two small wars, but it would have been enough to satisfy the neocons. And you would have continued trying to make peace in the Middle East by following the same old failed strategy of so many past presidents. But people would recognize you as a statesman for reaching out. No, we're glad that you're back in the picture. We're so glad that you're leading the party again. It's time for a big celebration. Happy days are here again. Now, Joe Biden says that his victory is a mandate for America to fight COVID-19, make the economy better, fight climate change, and systematic racism. So, we should all work with him, just like Mitt Romney or John Kasich and Jeff Flake. You can join Mitt and John and Jeff and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and help them with their agenda. Or... 
you can join the resistance. Now, I know this is going to be a very tough decision, so take your time in making up your mind. You probably need a little more time to think, especially with all of the celebrating you've been doing now that Donald Trump is about to be gone to be replaced by Mitt and John and Jeff. And you've probably noticed that the Democrats and the never-Trumpers in the media are all talking about unity now. Funny, they never talked about unity during the Trump administration. In nearly four years, I don't think I ever heard that word even once. I like unity, don't you? I think everyone loves unity. I can't wait for unity. Of course, there's a catch. We can only have unity if we do exactly what the radical left wants. That's the path to unity. Blindly support their idiotic agenda. When the left talks about unity, some people don't understand what that means. So let me explain it. They're threatening you. Yes, you heard that correctly. I said they're threatening you. They aren't asking for your support. They're demanding it. After all, didn't you hear Joe Biden? They have a mandate. Why, a little more than half the country voted for Joe Biden. Where I come from, that isn't a mandate. But for the media and Joe Biden and the left, this is all you need. This isn't just a mandate. It's a mandate of historical proportions. And you better not forget that or we'll get you. No one was talking about any mandate until Joe Biden said it. Democrats were all crushed because... There was no big blue wave like so many other polls and members of the media predicted. Then I figured it out. Joe was reading from the wrong script, the first script that he was given, when he thought he was going to win a huge victory. This was going to be a complete repudiation of President Trump and his hateful agenda and his even more hateful followers. So Joe Biden was reading from the wrong script. He should have read the script that said, my fellow Americans, we have won a very close election. And having said that, I hope we can all come together, blah, blah, blah. Instead, he says he has a mandate to do pretty much anything he wants. Pack the Supreme Court, ban oil and gas, the Green New Deal, you name it. Even CNN and MSNBC and the Big Three Networks and the New York Times and the Washington Post they didn't say it was a big mandate at first. They said it was a narrow victory. It wasn't the big blue wave that they all predicted. But now that Joe Biden says it is in fact a mandate, it must be a mandate. They'll all get on board now with that theme because it's a way to help shut up anyone who disagrees with their agenda. Another way to silence any opposition is to do what AOC that bird-brained bartender masquerading as a congresswoman wants. She says that a lot of those Trump sycophants should be held accountable for their complicity in the future. Hold them accountable in the future? How? Show trials? Re-education camps? Gulags, anyone? And then there's that website, the Trump Accountability Project. They want to hold people accountable, too. They say... We must never forget those who furthered the Trump agenda. We should welcome in our fellow Americans with whom we differ politically. But those who took a paycheck from the Trump administration should not profit from their efforts to tear our democracy apart. They say 
the world should never forget those who, when faced with a decision, chose to put their money, their time, and their reputations behind separating children from their families, encouraging racism and anti-Semitism, and negligently causing the unnecessary loss of life and economic devastation from our country's failed response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Trump hater Jennifer Rubin of the Washington Post says that she wants retribution for Trump supporters. She says it's not enough for Trump to lose, but all his enablers must lose too. She says we have to collectively burn down the Republican Party. We have to level them, because if there are survivors, if there are people who weather this storm, they'll do it again. That's scary. CNN's Van Jones, he actually cried. He was sobbing on TV. What an idiot. As he cried, he choked out the words, You know the, I can't breathe, you know, that wasn't just George Floyd. That was a lot of people who felt they couldn't breathe. Every day you're waking up and you're getting these tweets and you you just don't know. And you're going to the store and people who have been afraid to show their racism are getting nastier and nastier to you. And you're worried about your kids and you're worried about your sister. And can she just go to Walmart and get back into her car without someone saying something to her? Democratic strategist Donna Brazil called Joe Biden's victory a patriotic moment. Is she sick or what? There's nothing patriotic about the Democratic Party, and there's nothing democratic about it either. They think they're going to be in power forever now, and they're going to try to legislate their way to making sure no Republican is ever elected president again. But remember, these same fools thought the same thing after Obama was elected to a second term. They were wrong then, and they're wrong now. And Michelle Obama had the most understated response to Joe Biden's election. She said that Democrats have a lot of work to do to connect to Trump voters. That's the understatement of the century. She says, let's remember that tens of millions of people voted for the status quo, even when it meant supporting lies, hate, chaos, and division. These are the people who want to unify us? All we have to do is admit that we're terrible human beings, and they'll forgive us. You have to admire them, though. Telling that many lies is extremely hard to do. And if you can't see the threats that they're making, then consider yourself one of the true believers, a group of the most ignorant people on earth. What they're saying is that if you reject their far-left socialist agenda, you're a hateful person, and you need to be punished. If you disagree that there's no mandate, you could be silenced. They're counting on your silence to get their way. That's why they're threatening you. And the big social media companies will make sure that you have no forum for your opinions if they don't conform to the party line. You're an evil person. And because we say you're evil, we can punish you because you deserve it. I don't hate Joe Biden at all. I do hate his foolish, left-wing, radical agenda, an agenda that will hurt people. It's an agenda that I can't ever support. Does that make me a terrible person? Shouldn't I join with Mitt and John and Jeff, the three wise men, join them in their new Republican Party? I wish I could. It'd be a lot easier for me because no one would ever call me evil 
and say I deserve to be punished. But you know what? Threats have never worked too well with me. I don't like them, and I don't respond well to people who make them. If you have to use threats to make me support your agenda, then it can't be a very good agenda, can it? I should want to support it because it's good for me and my family and for America. But this agenda isn't a good agenda. So, congratulations. You've gotten rid of Donald Trump. The evil, orange-haired man will soon be gone. And he isn't likely to return, even though he'll try. But don't kid yourself. You're not going to get rid of his ideas. We like a great economy. We like people working. And we like energy independence. We like a foreign policy that tries to keep us out of wars and that promotes peace. We are a new party, but not the party of weak failures like Mitt and John and Jeff. We're the party of working families, hard-working people who just want a chance to succeed. We're a party that values education without all of the anti-American propaganda. We value freedom, too, especially freedom from a coercive government that wants to control every aspect of our lives. And more and more, we're the party of minorities, too, despite your efforts to divide us and call us racist. Many more minorities will continue to become Republicans because they see your lies. They see that without any evidence you call anyone who disagrees with you racist and evil. And that scares people, and it should. They see that you only care about power and nothing about people, and that our new Republican Party wants to put the power of the government on the side of the people, not in the hands of an all-powerful, soul-crushing group of elites. So go ahead and celebrate your victory of propaganda over facts. You've won because you got people to believe your lies instead of the truth of some very remarkable accomplishments. The days of America first are behind us, you say. Tell everyone how the national nightmare is over. Lie to yourself that you have a mandate. Keep calling anyone who disagrees with you evil and racist. Keep on trying to intimidate anyone who dares disagree with you. You've won for now, so go on. Have a good time. But we'll be watching you from now on. Let's see how you do. Let's see what you can accomplish. But I have to warn you, this time, no amount of lying will be able to cover up your failures. We've seen what a good economy looks like. We see what it means to be energy independent. We like leaders who keep us safe and out of wars, and peace plans that actually work. The media and all of the propaganda in the world won't save you this time. Your only hope for complete control will be to intimidate everyone to the point that they accept your radical socialist ideas and adopt them once and for all. If it were up to Mitt and John and Jeff, that could happen, because they would compromise their way to an authoritarian socialist state. But we won't. Welcome to the resistance, everyone, the real resistance, a movement that will fight the would-be tyrants of the left with every political tool available. No, we won't be rioting or trying to burn down cities because that's not what we do. Because we love the Constitution and the flag, and we love America as a free country, and we want to keep it that way. The left is so happy. They say the national nightmare is over, and once again, they're lying. They're the real national nightmare, 
and no one can sleep peacefully as long as they seek complete power over all of us.